Today's Vad, I would like to do Latzlaha for Shlomo Stavrash, who has the schus for all this work that we're doing in Vadin on Shabbos. We started last week. We gave a Vad on the Indian of Menucha. And the whole Shabbat we were working on the Inyanim of Shabbos. And we had a tremendous aliyah in Yeshiva on the Indian of Shabbos. And now we're going to do another Vad. This is all in his zechus. Pushed me to give Vadin on Shabbos and sent me Svarim. So in the zechus of this great mitzvah, Shlomo Stavrash and his family, should be matzliach b'choma seyedahem. And they should only be matzliach in all areas, b'ruchnius and b'gashnius. Amen. So last week we tackled to some degree a certain havona and understanding of what it means, menucha. That means even a person who's a big tzaddik and a person who's a balbetochen. And during the week, he also experiences menucha sanefesh through his betochen. It's still not the same level of menucha that there is on Shabbos because in the weekday, we're traveling, so to speak. We're growing, we're working, we're trying to reach a higher destination. And really, we don't want to be where we're at. We want to be higher. We want to be closer. So we're working towards something. So the Betochen just says that the current situation that I'm in is the best situation for me right now in order to grow. So it's a level of acceptance, so to speak, that this is the chalik that I'm supposed to be in right now in order to reach my destination. So I, have, I could have somewhat of a menucha, because menucha means I have to be munach here. I have to be placed over here. But on Shabbos, it's actually the destination itself. And therefore, that's the highest level of menucha, where we are present and we're happy to be where we're at completely. Our whole reality is happy to be where we're at. That was the concept of menucha Shabbos in a nutshell, what we spoke about last week. Now, from this place of menucha, we could reach the next step of avoida, and we're going to try to understand it, Okay? means without menucha, without being totally and completely present with all your koiches hanefesh in Shabbos, it would be very hard to reach this next level. What's this next level which we want to talk about and try to understand is something what we call oineg Shabbos. There's a big Indian on Shabbos to reach this hergish, this emotion, this feeling of Oinig Shabbos. Okay? We have to explain it, we have to define it, we have to understand it. Because Oinig is a very deep hargosha, a pneumistic hargosha. It's a very internal feeling. It's a very spiritual feeling that's connected with Olam Habo. And Olam Habo is Les Anig Al Hashem. The Lehenois Meziva Shechina. So it's a tainug. We spoke out in the Shmuz yesterday that oinig doesn't mean an external excitement and enjoyment and pleasure in a very gashmiistic sense. It's actually a very calm place. Oinig is being touched the way we explained it. Because oinig comes from the lotion of noga. Noga means to be touched. Something from a spiritual thing touches you that you can feel it in your body. It's an emotion. While we're in this world, we feel it in the body. 
we're able to feel tainuk, but we have to be touched by something, which is very, very internal. Okay? That means, what's the manifestation? Let's make it like this, to try to understand. I'm going to try to make it as down to earth as possible, because it's deep. Basically, you could have two people eating. Okay? With Mekayim Mitzvah Sa'inik Shabbos, Al so you can have two people eating with two different reactions. If a person's eating and he's only oisik in the taiva of the achila, and which creates a very external type of manifestation of excitement and enjoyment, pleasure, very external, very bodily thing. So that's what comes out over there. If a person eats and the eating reaches him to oinig, what comes out from there? Hilulim v'shevach l'Hashem. That will be the manifestation of it. There's a piyut, there's a mizmor that they sing on Shabbos. It's called Shabbos Hayom l'Hashem. Over there it says, Lechol v'lishtois behilulim. means the actual gather of the achil and the shtiyah is behilulim. That's the Hagdorah. Because an achil that brings to oinig comes along with this manifestation of hilulim v'shevach l'Hashem. When a person eats l'shem taiva, there's no hilulim v'shevach to Hashem. There's only hilulim v'shevach to the food, you know. So we're going to try to de- get this deep because it's very, very important. It's a very important yisoid and a very deep yisoid. I'm going to try to see how to reach it, okay? I saw brought down from Rab Tzodek that he wants to know why we don't make a brocha on oinig Shabbos, Right? Guy's about to sit down to eat his meal. Unbelievable food. Let him make a bracha on Oynik Shabbos. So he says something which I think is very deep. I didn't see it inside the Sefer. It was quoted. I haven't had a chance to look it up. But it was quoted in a reliable Sefer. And I'm just saying the way, the Havana, the Oymik that I had in this. He says like this. On Shabbos, the mitzvah is the Oymik. The oinig is a hergish in the lave. It's a hergish. It's a feeling. That's the mitzvah. The hechatimsa to get the oinig is the eating. That means the mitzvah is not the achilo. Sometimes the mitzvah is the actual eating. And the eating that you're doing, the maisa achilo, with all, maybe you have to do the maisa achilo, but te'avon. It's possible. So then you can make a bracha, because you're doing a maisa. But if, the achila is only a hechatimsa to bring to this hergish called oinig. So then the etza mitzvah is the oinig, not the achila. And being that it's a hergish belay, we don't make a brach on it. So he's saying a very deep thing. Because it's not the maisa achila and the pleasure and the enjoyment and the, the, in the food itself. The food is supposed to reach you to something called oinig, which we're going to try to explain. And that's what we're going for. We're going for the oinig, which is the deeper thing. The Goyen says in Eben Shlema, a very deep thing. Also, in light of what we're saying, it's we can understand it. He says that sometimes the Yetzirah will use the mitzvah of oinig Shabbos as a moira heter to turn a person into a baltaiva. This is mitzvah, Oinik Shabbos. So he's going to get the best foods and the most expensive foods and he's going to go all out. And then he's going to say, wow, he became a Baltaiva now. He trained his body 
to to enjoy the finer things of life, and then in the weekday he's going to have this already this addiction. So he's going to go further with it, which means, in other words, what the going is saying the same thing as Reb Tzadik, just from a different angle. If a guy sits down with the nicest and the most beautiful table with the best foods, if he gets stuck in the external part of it, which is the food and the pleasure and the and the, the hanor that it gives him, but it doesn't go further to the step of oini, he gets stuck in that, in the external, then he's a baltaiva. He didn't get an elevation from the food. He had a yurida from the food. On Shabbos, the person is able to reach a level that through the food he comes to Einik. We have to try to understand that. How food could be either a tremendous barrier between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or the food itself can be a vehicle by which to reach this spiritual place of being touched, called Einig, which ultimately manifests itself in Hill V'Shevach which is the closest that you can get to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what we're going for on Shabbos. Okay? So let's try to understand it in a practical way. Let's see if we can do it. It's a very deep thing and a very important insight. You see, let's say a person sees food. Okay? And he smells it and it's geschmack and it looks geschmack. And then his brain is already thinking about how much he can enjoy the flavor of the food. And uh, the guy goes into the world of gufni. He goes into a world of uh, physical, materialistic, pleasure, selfishness. Right? That's what the food could do to him. Then what happens is he's actually disconnecting his body from his soul. That's really what he's doing. Because be a soidai, the goof of the Adam, the body of the Adam, is only a levush to the nefesh, which I'll explain a little bit better soon. It's part of the soul. But you could disconnect your body from your spirituality. When your body becomes an entity in itself, it becomes the purpose, it becomes the tachlis, it becomes the bottom line. The bottom line is me and my pleasure. The food could trigger that, could do that to a person. It can make a person very gufni. It's very shy to do that. Now, let's say you take a person like Rabbi Miller, for example, okay? So when Rabbi Miller saw food, let's say an apple, take a marshal, right? When he saw a mat apple, what do you see? He saw the chen, the chesed, the rachamim, the plan and purpose of the world. He saw through the chush, instead of getting stuck in the chush, he saw through the chush things that he can't see without the chush, because we live in a physical world. In the physical world, we can only see through the physical world Hashem. It's the only way to do it. Like the Meshachachma says, Mi b'sari from my bosser, I could see Hashem. I can't see Hashem directly. I have to see Him through my body. So when Ramila saw food, right, he used that external thing, that chush thing, to see bechush, the unbelievable kindness of Hashem, for example. He saw the plan and purpose of the world. He saw emuna. He even saw his own greatness from that. Because of HaKadosh Baruch who made a world. And he wants to have a yachas with me. He wants to have a shaykhas with me. 
and he's taking care of me in order to have a shaykhis with me, for me to do his avoid, that means we have a connection. So that one piece of food, that for one guy, he got stuck in the chush and the external, and all he thought about was himself and his own pleasures, that piece of food was a tremendous barrier between him and HaKadosh Baruch. For someone else, the same exact food brought him to a certain place and Hergish called Tainu. He was touched by it. He was touched internally by that. And Memele, what does he do? He makes a bracha. Memele, he makes bracha achroina. Right? When we say Birkat Amazon, right? We say, we talk about the Tuvoy HaGodl and the Chain and the Chesed and the Rachamim, Pesach, It's not just like a, a Nusach that you read in the thing after you, after you ate. Okay, so now it's time to thank Hashem. And really, in actuality, what it is, is the natural feelings that's coming out from the food. That means the food told me chen v'chesed v'racham. The food said that. I got that from the food. That being that I'm in a physical world, in a physical world, the body has to be moved through the physical world. To what? To want and yearn to attach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and realize the place of the body in the world. That's called Kedusha. So food is either an Aliyah or food could be a Yerida. That's the idea. You understand? It's a whole sugya. It's a huge sugya. <coughs> the Gemara says that Elisha was, was known that he was a <coughs> Adam Kadosh because when he ate, there was no Zvuvim. On his table, there's a lot of Torah about this. I don't want to go off the, the tangent. But basically, the first Yerida in Taiva, which ultimately could re- lead to the lowest base Taivas of Arayas, starts in food. The Kedusha, to know if a person is an extremely holy person, it's by the food. Okay, so I don't want to go off the topic into that so much. But let's just try to stay focused in ourselves. I'm going to give a little marshal, right? Just to try to make this clear, because we're talking about deep things, right? <clears throat> Let's say a husband and wife, right? I'm going to give you a marshal. Once I used to work for a moisid, and there was a cook, a very nice lady. She was the cook for the yeshiva, and <clears throat> she did me a chesed. Because usually the food that they make for yeshiva is a lot of uh, pasta, stuff like that. Not healthy for me. So she made special for me healthy food. Very nice. Didn't have to do that. That was very nice. However, she's a cook. She's not my wife. She's a cook, right? She has a job. So what she used to do, once a week she would make the food, the diet food, and put it in the fridge or freezer, and give me every day. So it was the same thing every day. Every single day, the exact same thing. Maybe every week it was the same, I forgot. If it was variations, it was a very light variation, right? <clears throat> there was, she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to make me any special food anyway. But she did her job. So she did her job and she did her job. No one said in the job you have to have a new menu every day. No one said that, right? But if it would be my wife cooking for me, then it would be different. It wouldn't be like that, right? Why? Because in the food is the wife's way of expressing 
a certain dedication to her husband. She's thinking about him. She's being native to him, right? So a husband can come down to the Suda, eat like crazy, and be so involved in his pleasure and his enjoyment and his excitement of the food that he could totally forget his wife. Or he could see past that chush and he could see the dedication, the love, the interest that his wife has in him. It, it came out, the manifestation came out through the food itself. So the food could either be a place to reach something deeper, see past the externality of it, and go deeper, or you could get stuck in the externality. So that's what we're talking about in Shabbos. In Shabbos, we're using food. But the food is the vehicle to see, to be touched by something more spiritual. That during the week, it's very hard to have that. The marshal. And Arizal made a, a, a piyut called Askinu Sudasa, right? It talks about how the Suda Shabbos is a Suda of Emuna Shlema, right? The During the week, a person works and he makes his mazainas through his work. So it's very easy for him to think that it's him who brought the food. Shabbos, he doesn't work. On Shabbos, he's getting his Muslim, he can understand, he can come to that understanding, that he's getting his Muslim directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, where does he come to the Madregas of Emunah? Through the Chush of Achila. That also brings a person to Tainuk. So the Achila on Shabbos has to bring a person to a place of Hilulim, Shevach Voidah, realizing a, a, a yachas that he has with the Rabbi Nishalayim. It's a very deep connection that's going on. That's called Tainuk. Because you're touched by that. You're actually physically touched. It's an emotion. You're touched by that emotion. And that's the Tainuk we're trying to reach. Al Yudeachil. Can't get the Tainuk without it. In this world. In the next world, Loyachil Vlaishtiya. In the next world, you don't need food and drink to reach Tainu, because you're in a spiritual world. In this world, to feel the Tainu, you have to do it through Achille V'shtiyah. That's a Mahalach. Through the Chush. So that's what Rabbi Sadiq was saying. Rabbi Sadiq was saying, the point is not the Achille V'shtiyah. The point is not the excitement and the enjoyment and the pleasure of food. The point is through that to come to Tainu. The mitzvah is Tainu. The food is a Hechatimsa. And the male of the point that we want to reach is the reach of time. That's what the Goyen is saying. Because the Goyen is saying is you could get stuck in the food. And then you won't go elevated from it. Right? So it's a very different reaction because food can bring excitement. That's a very external thing, you know, a baholo. It can bring a, it's the opposite of menucha. You see when they bring out the kugel, it doesn't look like there's much menucha going down over there, you know. So that's the opposite. That's like a Rav HaMuhume. It's a massive Bahala going down when the Cholin comes out by the Kiddush, right? That's called Taiva. Because Taiva awakens the external um, hergation of the Kuf, which actually can block the feeling of Taiva. There's no Menucha there. But when a person is in a state of Menucha, and he sees, and through the experience of eating, he comes to the hergation 
of the chen, the chesed, the rachamim, the, 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 the emuna, all these things, the chush ends up becoming the, the echeze eloha. He's very touched by that, because always oinig has to be that something from spiritual world came into your world, and you were touched by it. That's a very internal thing. That's an unbelievable thing. The manifestation of that thing is going to be shiras v'tishrochah. So that's a little bit of an understanding of what this Indian of Oinig Shabbos is and what the avoid of Oinig Shabbos. Okay, we'll stop here for today.